0: Welcome to the Alpha Girl Confidence Podcast, where we are empowering youth female athletes to play and live confidently. My name is Shay Hatto, and each week I will bring you new episodes to teach you the strategies and tools that you need in order to live a confident, empowered life, both on and off the playing field. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Alpha Girl Confidence Podcast. This is episode 226, and I'm your host, Shay Hatto. So on today's episode, I want to share um, some of my experience from my recent backpacking trip and really give you the biggest takeaways, the biggest lessons that I learned. So after my trip, I I thought about the five biggest lessons that I learned from my trip um, that can be relevant for you and your life and your sport. And I think you're really going to enjoy this episode. So A little bit of context before we get into the five things, the five big lessons that I want to share with you. So last week I went to Zion National Park. I went backpacking with my brother. Um, The first time I've ever been backpacking, the first time I've ever been camping in the backcountry, like literally in the middle of nowhere with no one around you for miles and miles and miles. So I wanted to do this trip. We've had it planned for about a year. I wanted to do something um, to challenge myself, something that I knew was going to scare me, something that I've never done before. So we've had this planned uh, for about a year and we we finally made it happen. And it was an incredible experience. And as I share uh, some of the lessons um, that I'm going to share with you, I'm also, you know, we'll, we'll share some of the, the stories um, behind the lessons. So Let's get into these lessons. And also, one last thing before we get into it, keep in mind, um, what we did is we hiked Zion, would um, ended up being 16 miles with two extra miles to get to the car. So a total of 18 miles with about 26, 27 pounds on our pack to start. So just to give you a little bit of, of a, a paint the picture here for you. So the first thing that I learned and, and how I even wanted to have this as a podcast as as I was training back home in Sacramento, I I went, I took my pack on, I put about 30 pounds in there um, and I went out to, there's a trail by the river and that's how I did some of my training. But I also just did a ton of training out in my backyard, working on getting strong, um, just putting myself in positions um, so that I could feel confident. So the first big lesson is that preparation breeds confidence. Preparation breeds confidence. So Big one with that too is preparation does not start the night before. So, had I, you know, just started training the week before our backpacking trip, there's no way that I would have done as well as I did. Like, I would have been struggling. My knees would have been hurting. My feet would have been hurting. My back would have been hurting. But I trained for this like months and months and months in advance because I had this plan for over a year, right? So, I had this plan for so long. So, I started training for it. Like I started training for it, you know, I would say a good six months ago. And then the last probably two months, I started training really hard for it. And when I trained for it, I felt confident about the trip. Like I wasn't nervous about how my body was going to react because I was confident because I trained for it because I was prepared. So if you have games coming up, tournaments coming up, you know, testing coming up, anything like that, If you want to feel confident beforehand, you have to prepare for it. There's no way that you're going to show up to a tryout and feel confident if you haven't put in the work, right? There's no way you're going to feel confident before a test if you didn't study at all. So one of the first keys to being confident for an event or or for any kind of specific thing in your life is you have to prepare for it. If you feel prepared for it, you're going to feel confident for it. And that's what happened for me is just the training that I put in, was it fun? Absolutely not. Like the training wasn't fun, but I knew that if I wanted to enjoy my experience fully and be able to take in the sights and not be like, oh, my knee and my back, then I needed to prepare for it. And I knew that that preparation would give me the confidence before the trip so that I wasn't all nervous so that I knew I could go in there or sorry, go out there and really just trust my body. So I want you to remember that. I know this is something that's like, well, yeah, of course. But remind yourself of that. When you have something, don't just prepare the night before. Like prepare weeks and months before that thing. If you're trying to make a a high school team coming up, you know, in the fall or the winter, you have tryouts coming up this summer, like start working on it now. It doesn't mean you have to like grind out every single day. But there's things you can do to prepare both physically and mentally um, in order to be confident for that thing. All right, let's move on to number two. Number two is that your body is so much stronger and more resilient than you think right your body can do such incredible things when you prepare it if you don't prepare it your body's not going to do as amazing of things it's still amazing no matter what but when you prepare your body, it can do really amazing things, right? So a little story behind this one and, and my experience. So um, I did not get hardly any sleep two nights leading up to the trip. I, got, I landed into Utah at midnight, went to sleep around one, woke up around five, right? So hardly no sleep. And I'm someone that I love my sleep. I love my eight to 10 hours a night. So I had two nights of hardly no sleep. Um, hiking 10 miles on the first day with 26 pounds in my pack. Like I should have been beat. I should have been beat. And I was tired, but when I'm out there and and because of my training, uh, my body was just like able to handle things that I didn't think it could handle. Like honestly, at the end of that, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so like so proud of my body and so proud of how I even recovered the next day, right? So the next day we've got an extra six, so actually turned out to an extra eight miles and that was so 10 miles before, right? And you think, yeah, I'm I'm a little bit sore, but to be honest, I was not nearly as sore as I thought. Um, I was very tired at the end of day two, but like even hiking those extra two miles back to the car, like i felt really good and it's just crazy It's like such a cool lesson not necessarily related to confidence but just an awesome life lesson that i want to share is that your body can handle so much more than you think it can and especially if you prepare it like it when you're put in situations where you have to perform, like for me, I had to perform. If I I didn't perform, I would have got stuck out there in the wilderness, right? Like my body had to perform. So in a game for you, when you have the adrenaline kicking in or when you're running sprints and you're ready to give up and you can't do it, like your body can go. As long as your mind is good, your body can go. Like as soon as your mind stops, your body will stop also. So this is kind of a lesson within a lesson. Um, But if your mind is on point, if your mind says, hey, keep going, keep going, you're good, you're good, your body will follow. So first it's like, get your mind right, um, get your mind prepared, and then your body is going to be able to follow. But again, I remember like running sprints in in college, and as soon as I gave up mentally, my body just, it just went kaput, right? But as long as my mind was strong, then my body was going to keep going. So your body, just remember, your body is so strong resilient is so strong, you just got to give it credit sometimes and trust that your body can do these incredible things. All right. So that was number two. And then kind of like 2.1. Number three, um, and this one is more so around um, the mental side of things, um, kind of the mental health side of things. And that is that your anticipation of the thing you're scared about is way worse than the thing itself. Right. So I'll give you a story to paint the picture of this. Um, So the night that we camped, right, like middle of nowhere, what cougars, rattlesnakes. uh, Those are the ones I was worried about. There's deer. I wasn't worried about those. But there's a lot of things out there, right? There's a lot of things out there. And that night, as soon as it started getting dark, like I was so I was nervous. Like I was nervous. I was like, I didn't I I carried my stick around with me because I'm like, if a cougar comes, I'm just going to fight it right? Which I don't know how well that would go. Um, but yeah, I, w- I was so scared of it. And that fear of the anticipation of it was way worse than the, the night itself. Like I was so scared all night for what? Like I, I wasn't in danger in the moment. I was so scared. And then the thing itself wasn't actually that scary. And same thing like before, you know, let's let's think about a, a test you have or a game you have. You, you've spent all this time being scared about it and working up all this anxiety, but then you get to the test and you get to the game and you're like, oh, it's actually not that bad. Like I'm good, right? Or I used to do this with, uh, let's say, going to the doctor's office or whatever. Like you can use this for whatever. Usually your anticipation, like the fear of that, the anticipation of it is way worse than the thing itself. So let's say you hate the doctor's office. And you are so worked up and you're so scared before it's like the fear in that moment is way worse than the actual doctor's office itself. So just remember that, that when you get to the thing, when you get to the event, when you get to the thing that you're actually nervous about, usually the thing that's worse is your anticipation of it. So if you can try to quiet the, the anticipatory fear, then you won't waste all that energy being scared about something that's actually not completely that scary. So hope that one makes sense. And this next one, uh, number four, will kind of lead into this one. Um, and this one is is actually, I'm going to share this with the girls on my, um, we're going to go deep into this on on the, with the girls in my Beyond the Athlete program. But number four is to really like challenge and question your thoughts, especially when they're negative thoughts and when they're fearful thoughts. Okay. So here's again, a backstory and how I, got this lesson to share with you. So that night, uh, the middle of the night, like I, I wasn't comfortable, like I couldn't sleep, but then all of a sudden my thoughts came in and my thoughts said, you're not safe. There could be a cougar out there. Um, what if there's a storm? What if a snake comes <laughs> into your tent, which I mean, a snake probably wasn't going to chew into my tent, but I had all these thoughts, right. That were just like trying to scare me. Right. And so I had these thoughts and then I started getting anxious. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like I did get anxious. I had to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night because I got anxious. And then I was fighting off spiders, like really aggressive spiders with my hiking pole. Um, Like I was squatting and this is just a funny, kind of a funny story looking back on it. But I was like squatting to go to the bathroom, pitch black. I had my headlamp on, but there's these massive, like, I don't know what kind of spiders they were. They were coming at me as I was trying to go to the bathroom. And so I have my hiking stick. I'm squatting. I hope that you're imagining this right now. Um, and I'm trying to shoo the spiders away. So as, as soon as I shoo one of the spiders away, it comes at me like with aggression. So I'm like fighting off like multiple spiders as I'm trying to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night, which is just kind of a crazy, like terrible experience in the moment. But looking back, it's kind of funny. But the thing is, is that I had to challenge my thoughts, right? Because my thoughts were telling me, you're not safe. Something is going to go wrong. Um, you're not going to make it. Like those were what my thoughts were telling me. But I had to question those thoughts. I had to say, wait, am I safe? In this moment, in my tent, right now, I am safe, right? Like I had to understand that my thoughts are not always true, are not always rational. If I was to believe that my thoughts were true, I would have spiraled into this crazy panic attack, Right. So when you have these thoughts of you're not safe, you're not good enough, um, you're not, you're, you're terrible, whatever the thoughts are, question those, challenge those. Like, are those actually true? If not, what is the truth? Again, from my experience, the thought of, Hey, I'm not safe comes in. Is this true? No, it's not true. What is the truth? Well, the, the truth is, is I am safe right now. Right in this moment, I am safe right now. And until a cougar comes into my tent, that's when I can say I'm not safe right now, right? So challenge those negative thoughts because, again, 99% of the time, those negative thoughts are not rational or they're not true. So if you can question those, if you can challenge those, then you can shift everything, right? But if you believe those negative thoughts are true, then that's going to have complete control over you. So when you have those thoughts, challenge them. Ask yourself the question, is this true? If not, which 99.9% of the time it's not true, what is more true? And then you can kind of shift your thoughts. And that's what helped me to make it through the night. It still wasn't an easy night, but after kind of the the initial uh, like nerves and, and a little bit of panic, I was able to kind of like talk myself out of it, you know, and that was the hardest time I had talking myself out of it because I, in that moment, I truly didn't feel safe, but I had to really challenge that and just tell myself, you're safe right now, right? You're good right now. And so next time you have those thoughts, kind of remember, challenge those thoughts, question those thoughts, come up with a more truthful, empowering thought. Cool. That's number four. That's a huge one. And then the last one, number five is getting outside of your comfort zone is the best way to build confidence, right? Is the best way to build confidence. So For example i got outside of my comfort zone in this trip absolutely got outside of my comfort zone would i do it again yes i will get a better sleeping pad if i do (laughs) but i got outside of my comfort zone and now i have the confidence to go do that thing again right if i want to go again like i'm not going to be nearly as scared and nervous because i've done that thing i got outside of my comfort zone and not only do i have more confidence to do that thing but I have more confidence in myself to handle difficult things, to do things that scare me. I just am more confident in myself as a human being and as someone that likes to do outdoorsy things because I got outside of my comfort zone. Had I never done that thing, I wouldn't be confident about it, right? So if you want to be more confident in your sport, if you want to be more confident in a specific skill, you have to get outside of your comfort zone. When you stay inside your comfort zone, you're not gonna grow, you're not gonna get better, you're gonna stay safe, it's gonna feel nice and cushy, but there's no growth inside of your comfort zone. You have to get outside of your comfort zone because when you do, that's when you learn. That's when you actually get better. And I'm not just saying this to rah-rah pump you up, but like scientifically, you can look at what's called a myelin sheath in your nervous system, and the only way to grow that to get better is to challenge yourself, is to make mistakes. So if you want to become more confident and you're struggling with that, ask yourself, like, what's one thing I can do this week to get outside of my comfort zone? And remember that when you get outside of your comfort zone, it's not going to be perfect. In fact, if it is perfect, you're not actually getting outside of your comfort zone. So if you want to be more confident in something, what is some one thing, doesn't even have to be related to your sport, what is one thing that you can do this week, today, to get outside of your comfort zone and be more confident? That could be, you know, talking to a new friend that could be going out and hanging out with a new group of people that could be ordering your own drink at Starbucks. That could be, you know, going outside and doing something that you've never done, learning a new skill, playing a new instrument. I don't care what it is, but you have to consistently challenge yourself and get outside of your comfort zone. And when you do, again, that's where the learning happens. The growth happens. You're going to mess up. You're going to make mistakes. But if you can have the growth mindset and be like, hey, I'm learning from this, that's where you start to grow. That's where it happens. It doesn't happen. Confidence doesn't happen from just telling yourself positive things all the time and journaling. Like that stuff is great, but you have to get out there. You have to take action. You have to challenge yourself. Right. Again, if 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 I could only say, someone asked me, Shay, what is the if there is only one way, one way to build my confidence, what is it? That's the answer. Get outside of your comfort zone, challenge yourself and take action. And that's a huge thing that I learned on my trip. And now I feel so much more confident to be able to go out and not just do more backpacking trips, but go out and do other things because that was really challenging, right? And so I encourage you to go out and challenge yourself. And let's do a quick recap of the five lessons, right? So number one, preparation breeds confidence. Remember, you cannot prepare the night before. You got to prepare. The longer you prepare, the more confident you'll be. Number two is your body is a lot more resilient and can handle a lot more than you think, but you gotta get your mind locked in first. Number three is the anticipation of the thing you're worried about is way scarier than the thing itself, all right? Number four is to challenge your thoughts, question your thoughts, realize that most of the time they're not true. And then the last one is get outside of your comfort zone to build confidence. So I hope you enjoy this episode. This was super fun for me. Um, I'd been thinking about it before my trip during my trip. And I wanted to bring you the most important lessons that I learned from that amazing experience. So I hope you got a lot out of it. If you did, let me know, feel free to send me a message. Uh, I love getting messages from you guys that listen to the podcast on Instagram or emails or whatever it is. Um, So let me know um, if if you got a lot of value out of this. And I will see you next week. Hope you have a great week and make sure to get outside of your comfort zone.